Today's episode is brought to you by the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. To learn more, visit usbank.com slash altitude go. As a traveler, it's a fact you're going to need to manage your spending in different currencies. You need a service that not only helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast, but also does it without the hidden fees or exchange rate markups. This is where WISE comes in. WISE is the easiest way to connect all of your finances internationally. I've been a customer for over a decade. It's been a lifesaver for me as a traveler, a nomad, and now a permanent resident abroad. If you're a traveler who's still using your regular bank, you need to check this out. Join 16 million customers and learn how the WISE account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash travel. That's wise.com slash travel. Thank you to WISE for supporting today's show. This episode of Zero to Travels brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. What you are hearing is the sounds of our recent Julegrans Tenning, which is a Norwegian word I had a long time mastering. And that is the community Christmas tree lighting. So there is a community Christmas tree. The community comes together. They light the tree, hold hands, walk around it, sing songs. It's all very charming, essentially kicking off the holiday season. And when the Julegrans Tenning happens, that means... The holiday season is happening. And when we're into the holiday season, you know what that means, Anadorta. It's time for the Norwegian Christmas Spectacular. Yay! Part eight. Wow. Ho, ho, ho. Let's do it. What's up? It's Jason here with ZeroToTravel.com, and it's a very, very, very special show that only happens once a year. She's a tough guest to get, but I always get her down for this one. I'm sitting here talking about the woman who once won half a moose in a competition. <laughs> How Norwegian of you. <laughs> My Norwegian wife, Anna Dorta Glipfold Moore. Hi. <laughs> You won half of a moose. I did. My mom's visiting from the USA. We were just telling her all of the wacky things that Anna Dorta won over the years. So we can do a trivia question on that on some other episode. We'll talk <laughs> about it. Anyway, we're not here to talk about... My half moose. Yes. <laughs> what are we here to talk about? Christmas. Christmas. It's the Christmas spectacular. I'm starting to think that... You know, as I was looking, I was like, how many of these have we done? And this is our eighth one. And I just realized that in some ways, the Norwegian Christmas Spectacular, it's almost like the bookmark by which I can I can tell how long I've been in Norway because I lose track being here for so long and having many Christmases here. And they are very charming. We've talked about them over seven years. And this year, we're going to focus on experiences, which I think is obviously a huge part of Christmas. And as parents, Anadorta, we are trying to create 
memories for our children. And by doing that, we create experiences. Christmas is, it's just the holiday season in general is a time in which you have the opportunity to create experiences. So we're going to have a lot of fun here. We're going to cover five categories that we are going to share some of our experiences from. We're going to talk about family, music, food, activities, and presents. So we're going to share some personal uh, experiences that we've had and some joint experiences. And along the way, you're going to hear the ridiculous way my sister and I used to wake up our parents. You're going to hear a meltdown of epic proportions. And you're going to hear the mind-blowing Norwegian Christmas experience that was not a part of my family tradition growing up, but it is a part of my family tradition now. I love this and a lot more. Now, before we get into these five categories and share some fun experiences, we want to just get cozy with you. We want to describe the scene because we're always cozying up, Anadorta, during this episode, right? What Absolutely. Do we have? Like, talk about what what's going on here. What what do you see around you? Let's let's invite everybody into the living room here. Well, we have a lovely Christmas tree yes. that our daughter picked out this year, actually. She did. It was perfect. It's the best we've ever had. And, we say uh, that every year, right? It yeah, is, but though. it is very good this year. Yes. And uh, it's decorated, have lights, and our little Santa family's out. There are four Norwegian nisas. Yep. Which is the Norwegian Santa. They're small gnome-like creatures. We have four, like a family of four yep. under the tree. They're cute. Very cute. I'll take a picture of them and post them up. We have uh, lights, uh, candles, I mean, and uh, yeah, it's cozy. And of course, we have our uh, Christmas soda, and Jason is wearing his comfy <laughs> long johns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yeah. And we have the Christmas star up, and it's snow outside, and the kids have made a snowman, and it's, um, yeah, it's uh, nice. Yeah, it's lovely. The kids do have a snowman outside. There, There's been a lot of snow, like a little bit coming each day, adding up to a lot. We have lights on the stairs. Let us not forget that. Some Yeah, some burning candles, like you said. The Norwegian decorations also include, almost everybody has this paper star, right, Anadorta? Yeah, yeah. And it just creates some nice lighting. And we have a new decoration this year, this spinning train thing that probably makes too much noise. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to open my Christmas beverage. Now, if you are a follower of the Norwegian Christmas Spectacular, and who isn't? I mean, come on, kidding. You will know that we've done many of these and one of the past ones, we had a a throwdown, right, between the Norwegian and the American tradition, which was fun. And we also had, we talked Julegal because everything is Jul, which is Norwegian for Christmas. And I'm about to open a Brun Jul, which is a Belgian brown ale and even has moose antlers on the logo here. So let me pop that open. One of my traditions to have a Yule Ol with this, which is a beer with just Christmas spices, right? I mean, you throw Christmas spices in, chuck Yule in the front of whatever word, and yeah, it's crazy around here. Okay, <laughs> nice place to be though. All right, Anadorta, we're talking about experiences. First, just tell me what it means to you when I say experiences around the holidays, just in general. Well, it's a lot of traditions when it comes to Christmas. A lot of them are 
activities, like what you do, like when you're, you get your Christmas tree, for example, is one of them, or going to church, for example, if that's something you do, or bake before Christmas, or other cooking, uh, if you have like special traditions. I grew up with all of that, like I was always with my dad out in the forest and, and cut down Christmas tree. I used to prepare food and cakes with my mom. And I always go to church with my dad. That's been like a thing that we've been doing. And uh, put like candles on our family graves. And that's been... Oh. Um, do you do that on Christmas Day or... Yeah, yeah, Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I love sitting down. I was getting excited to record this because I said, hey, maybe we're going to share some stories that we haven't shared with each other before. Yeah. So I didn't know you did that. Yeah, I always mm. done that. And that's very nice and special. And now after we got kids, we have we started maybe before, but now it's like a thing that also our kids are looking forward to. And that's like in Christmas going horse sled riding with the neighbor up in mm. Engadar. Mm. which is super nice and it's that, that a may thing be, that may be coming up later yeah we might be talking a little bit about yeah. just a little foreshadowing yeah there for you yeah uh because we are going to get into these categories and i i just thought well when i think about experiences around the holidays i just thought it'd be fun to break it down by category now as you mentioned there are loads of experiences that we've each had and i just thought well it might be fun to share maybe a couple things from our experiences growing up. There's always mishmash of culture going on in our house, right? I mean, even as I crack this brown ale, this uh, Christmas beer, I'm pouring it into a Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl mug. So, you know, <laughs> literally combining two uh, two cultures here. And But that's kind of what it is to be in an international family, right? Yeah. We're trying to bring the best of two worlds. Yeah. By the best, maybe it's just the things that we grew up with that like we still carry with us yeah. for some reason. Yeah. You know, one of the categories I said at the end, I kind of threw it on because I thought, well, it's Christmas and I know it's a part of his presence. And well, I'll talk about that at the end, why I put it last. But let's start with family. For mine, I put sibling slash family because I had a funny story to share about my sister and I. I don't know if you knew this. I, I thought my mom was going to be around when I told the story, but she is in bed right now. But when we would get up on Christmas morning, two things I would do. First of all, we lived in this rancher house. And I remember in the living room, that's where the, or we called it the rec room is where the Christmas tree was, the fireplace and everything. And we were not allowed to wake up our parents till 6am. I don't know why in Christmas, it's like kids have some kind of internal clock, or at least I did. I would literally get up at like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> like my parents had a very small window to get things done. And so did Santa Claus. <laughs> and I would get up first. That was like a thing. I think I was like wanting to get up before my sister and <laughs> beat her or something. And then I would wait, wake her up and then we would go out and we were allowed to open our stockings. And then we would wait hours <laughs> to wake up my parents. And at like 5.58 a.m., we would stand right where the carpet met the other carpet because the other carpet was blue. So it was a brown carpet. This is the 80s, right? It was a brown, <laughs> like it. It was a brown carpet <laughs> meeting a blue carpet. And we would stand between those carpets where they changed right in between the rooms and look at the clock 
on the VCR or the wall or whatever it was. <laughs> now I'm really dating myself. <laughs> and as soon as it hit six, we would race to my parents' room, like fly into the air, land on their bed, and be like, oh, it's Christmas. Wake up now. Come on. And, uh, and then Sound we Sound just like you're now. We would, <laughs> we would drag them out of bed and then we would do the whole Christmas thing. So yeah. I always just remember that because I feel like it was my sister and I, you know, we were just kids and we were kind of together. Yeah. In yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And it, I just really vividly remember, you know, yeah, all the running and stuff like that and the presents, but it was more about this sort of thing I shared with my sister. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. You know? yeah Did you and your brother do any wacky Christmas stuff together? Well, you know, like <laughs> Christmas are a little different here because we are celebrating on Christmas Eve. So it's not like in the morning you get presents. It's not like Christmas Day, but it's Christmas right. Eve. But you just know? in general. Yeah, yeah. So then for me, it's the same. Like we got up early because we were so excited or you barely slept. You felt like you had a stomach ache for days because you were so excited <laughs> and wondering what you were getting. And I was like peeking everywhere and finding things and like putting my fingers into gifts and stuff you know like um what do you mean you would put your finger in and just like undo the wrapping a yeah little, yeah, just yeah. To try to oh yeah i did that a lot <laughs> you sneak <laughs> you still do that no i better well, wrap my maybe. presents a little for you I, a little better. I did that when i was a kid yeah you i think like with siblings you because when you're a kid you are excited and you're like waiting for the moment where you can open the gifts when yeah. you're like that age mm -hmm. um, but for us it was we had to like wait the whole day and in my family we're really 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 late at eating dinner especially oh, christmas man. dinner so late so <laughs> we were like we had and we had to wait till we were done i mean waiting for so, 20 minutes for a kid feels like an eternity yeah this, i can only imagine hours we always got to open one gift mm -hmm. at like daytime mm -hmm. so we could like have something just to tidy over it's like giving you a little hit yeah right? a little <laughs> bit and then at night and then yeah so we had to wait for a long time and you were like just waiting and it was late and you were like kind of like already up too late and you just mm -hmm. wanted to open the gifts <laughs> and it wasn't like like i think you're more used aren't to aren't supposed to be good experiences <laughs> yeah but it's I, like well i learned to be patient i guess that's why i'm married to well, you I mean, you know what it doesn't have to be because these experiences stick out right yeah yeah but anyway but you are more like okay you can open things and just like take the paper and just like wreck yeah. you know yeah but we had to like open one and one gift mm -hmm. and like my dad always took one and one and like read it and then like one and one individually got a gift you know <laughs> so it took forever and it still does but it's um, um now i bail i bail i say you know, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm going to bed i know i, can't I know make it through but it's kind of nice too like because you get to know what everybody got i feel like i value what i got 
you couldn't just like open one and then just like throw it away and then open yeah. another one, you know? Not like the animals we were. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the wrapping so paper's I flying in the air. I think it's like something and good. And you guys are like folding the paper. Oh, yeah, yeah, because my mom saved nice the paper. And, and that's yeah. a good en en environmental thing to do. <laughs> yeah, you were Peeps. learning environmental lessons when you were seven years yeah. old. You're like, it's really good for the environment. Yeah, Give always, me my we, present. <laughs> we always kept the paper to use it later. <laughs> that's nice. No, that's funny. Yeah. Waiting was a big thing in your family, it sounds like. It's it's interesting, these things that stick out. I mean, I imagine some of that excessive waiting isn't... Do you want that to be part of your kids now, your tradition? No. Like, no, you, I had to wait, so you guys have to wait no, all day. No, no, it's not like that. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want them to be animals and like no. open everything and not appreciate what they get. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad that you brought this up because... It's really important to remember that, you know, just because we're talking about experiences and the holidays and, you know, the fun coziness and all that stuff, you know, there's still, it's still life, yeah. right? And proof of that is when we were out getting our Christmas tree, which yeah. is one of the family traditions that we do now. And, <laughs> you know, we were kind of busy this last couple weeks and you were like, maybe you should just go down to get the tree and bring it back. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. We have to go together as a family because we pick out the tree and that's what we do. And for you who are listening, we don't have a car. No, we don't have a car. So we have to walk quite a ways. And then I hand carry the tree back. Yeah, just I, like, I, by the way, I carried the hardest part. No, you wanted to carry because, well, anyway, I'm bringing this up because... You can hear we were actually recorded a little bit of audio on this trip back. <laughs> and why don't you have a listen to us carrying the family Christmas tree back? It was back. not as harmonic. How, how do you call it? The harmony. Harmony uh, of a family yeah. tradition, as ha you would think. Have a listen and, and, and Always. Have, a, have, a, have a peek into one of our new family traditions. Here you go. Always feed your kids. All right, we've got a nice tradition going on here. Second year in a row where we carry the Christmas tree all the way home from the garden center while our kids lose their minds on the way. What do you think, Anadorta? Sticking to the yearly tradition, carrying the tree about a mile up a hill home, maybe more, and the kids losing their minds? What do you think? Do you like these two Christmas traditions each year? <laughs> They're hungry. They're tired. But when we get there, it will all be worth it. Set up the tree, get the lights going. Yes, they're losing their minds. Yes, they're hungry. No, they probably didn't eat enough this morning, even though we tried to get them to eat all morning. But hey, part of the Christmas tradition is not just the mystical, magical Christmas moments. It's also, it's also the meltdowns in between. So we move to the side for a car, rest my weary arms, and continue carrying this tree up the hill while Anna Dorta pushes a heavy stroller. Good luck, and we'll see you at the top. There you go, Meltdown City. 
Yeah, they don't always feel you feed your kids. <laughs> we did feed our kids, which is no matter how many times you tried to get them to eat. Sometimes, anyway, every parent out there is listening to this. You you know that that sometimes those situations happen. But it is know? a nice family tradition. Though. It is. We've done yeah. it every year, and it's nice. And the kids also like it. And it is. and the the reward of it, the best thing is when you get the tree in and you decorate the tree with the kids, which is the best part. We put on Dolly and Kenny and we are decorating the tree. Well, now we're getting into music. We're going to talk about music experiences and Dolly and Kenny are actually on my list. We've talked about this in a prior Norwegian Spectacular, but that is the album I most associate with my childhood with Christmas. Of course, all the Christmas classics and everything like that. But if you haven't heard... Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Once Upon a Christmas. Do yourself a favor and stream that today. It's a classic. Yeah, and I want to add music to this list because kind of adding in the fact that we're trying to create these new experiences for our kids, we went to a Christmas concert this year in Norway. And we went to see an American, actually, named Adam Douglas, who I ran into him at the guitar shop like the week before... (laughs) the show i was like hey i'm taking my family to your christmas show he's like oh cool man <laughs> shook his hand i was a little i'm like i put musicians on a pedestal so i was like a little bit nervous actually talking to him yeah but it was cool and then we went to the show and he's got a lot of uh i don't know he's, he's like an amazing singer and great guitar player and you know they had a whole band and i was just really excited to not just see the show but to just bring the family to see live music yeah and uh, going forward, I I love that tradition. I know my mom likes to see choirs. And when I've been home uh, many years ago, we went to see a, a choir together. And I just like the idea of going out. I mean, you hear in, in around Norway, we've talked about it before, there's a lot of music, like at the Ulegrans Tenning, at some of these events. They're just like these bands that show up and you hear the audio in the shows because I record the audio. And music is just such a part of the holidays it's really something you can also be intentional with in terms of giving an experience. So when we get up in the morning, when we light all the lights, we turn on Christmas music and we're excited about it. You know, the kids are getting excited about it too. And I just, this year introduced them to grandma got run over by a reindeer, (laughs) which they love. (laughs) So now they've been requesting to hear that over and over again. And who knows, maybe the the new Kenny and Dolly for them is going to be grandma got run over by a reindeer. (laughs) Am I doing my job as a parent? Well, I don't know. How about you for music? Oh yeah. Music is super important. I like Christmas music. Always been listening to... uh, a variation of Norwegian and English Christmas songs. Yeah. My dad is the one and only Christmas guy. Like he loves Christmas. So mm. I've been bottled up on Christmas music. Mm. So I have strong memories and uh, feelings to Christmas music. Yeah. But I have a very strong memory, and this is kind of embarrassing to tell to your right. audience. Let's hear it. But I remember the year I was maybe 12 or something, 12 or 13, and one of my favorite things to get was like CDs. Yeah. 
And it was all, all kind of things. But like, I remember we got this Mac music, for example. I don't know. You probably didn't have, but you probably had something similar. It's like a collection of the most like popular songs, mm. like the last three months or whatever. And they were very expensive. Um, mm. But I remember I got one and then my brother got one and it was different music on it. And we listened to it and I, I loved it. Mm. But this one year, it was this band and it's American and it's, yeah, it's embarrassing to say, but mm-hmm. I kind of think they ended up like a sect. Uh, but oh, it was really? the Kelly family. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted not like the Christmas version of it, but I told my dad that I really liked their music. And he didn't give me the CD that I wanted, mm-hmm. but he bought a Christmas special. Oh, no. Um, was that good or bad? Yeah, but I loved it. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I have no idea how the music sounds today. Yeah. I don't remember. No, really. But I remember I, like it was on repeat. Yeah. I loved it and I was singing to it and it was, but if you want to check it out or maybe not, the Kelly family, it was, mm-hmm. yeah, not like my biggest, uh, <laughs> I'm not super proud of it, but that's like I, I stuck to it. No, like it, I mean, it's funny. But I have another that has come lately after I got kids, and that's like this. It's a Norwegian version of the Mary's Boy Child that I love, and it's super emotional after I got kids. Mm. So I actually listened to it today when I had some time for myself. Mm. I was out, and that's the first time this year I've been listening to that oh, CD. Yeah. Okay. But I have to listen. What's the to name it. of the artist? Anita Skorgan. Okay. I was going to ask you for some recommendations if anybody wants to stream, because there are some beautiful Norwegian Christmas music and some artists, you know, singing in English and also in Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. This is a Norwegian. Any others you want to throw out there? Oh, it's it's a lot of like, it's hard to. I like the, uh, who's the guy that won the singing competition? Harry Nielsen. Kurt Nielsen. Kurt Nielsen. Yeah. He's he's got a good good Christmas Christmas album. Shout out to Kurt Nielsen. Alf Preysen with all his uh, traditional Christmas songs. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a lot of nice Christmas songs. Yeah. I find it charming when the community comes together and sings, like you heard at the top of the show at the Jutta Grans Tenning, where you, you walk and sing around the tree. And being out there together as a community and singing, it's just, that's always beautiful to me. Not being shy about it, just coming together and singing some fun songs. And now... You know, when we're with our kids, I sing to them, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm trying to, you know, teach them these songs. Now our daughter's walking around the house singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and yeah. Jingle Bells and all this stuff. And Oscar loves uh, Santa Claus coming to town. Yeah. It's yeah. just a, such a great part of, of the holiday season. And it's so funny because there's this line where it's hashtag too soon if you kind of put the Christmas music on at the wrong time. But then when you get the tree up and I, everybody's got their own varying opinions on this. But when the holidays hit, I feel like, yeah, then I'm in full Christmas mode and I'm just going to like enjoy it like crazy, stream it as much as possible until I'm totally fried and it's over. And then that'll tide me over for another year. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about food. I mean, come on. Now, Anandorta, you have a lot to say about food because your family goes cray cray when it comes to the food at Christmas. We talked about it before. If this is your first spectacular, just fill them in on the amount of cakes, cookies, and food that's happening on your house at Christmas when we're there. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you can have a show for hours about just the food. I think we have talked about it before, too. But yeah, it's a lot of Christmas cookies or cakes. It have to be at least seven different ones. My mom makes probably 12 different ones. And it's all delicious. And uh, the Christmas food is very traditional. Have to have the same yeah. thing. And, Which uh, is... Depending on what part of Norway you're from, right? Yeah, some it's parts, different yeah. things. We are having like a pork and Christmas sausage. We'll say the Norwegian word. Eribba. Eribba, yeah. yeah. It's very good. Sauerkraut and Christmas ham mm-hmm. and medistekake. Mm-hmm. And then other parts of Which Norway. Which is a meat cake. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes for, you know, like Christmas. fish or like, like right. um, sheep meat or, yeah, it can be different things. And then Christmas goes for days and you eat that food. Yeah. Over and over yeah. Again. yeah, yeah. You eat it for breakfast and lunch, and and we have your mom's homemade <laughs> beer. Yeah, and, and yeah. It's a whole thing. And my dad's like homemade uh, gubus uh, meat, gubus, <laughs> yeah. which is uh, <laughs> like some cheese. I don't know how he makes it, but I just know it sounds exhausting. <laughs> it is exhausting. <laughs> I should go with him sometime, but Anadorta always disappears at some point when we're up there visiting my in-laws. She's like. All right, I'm going to go help my dad make a gubos to now. <laughs> and then it's like... It takes a day. And a you have day. to stand there and stir and stir yeah. and stir. So artisanal. So traditional. So delicious. <laughs> you know? True. Now, it's funny because today we did something that I associate with Christmas even though thinking back off to ask my mom this, I'm not sure if this always took place around Christmas, but I, I definitely feel like it did, at least around the holidays, and that is make snickerdoodle cookies. And we made snickerdoodles today. If you haven't had a snickerdoodle cookie, do yourself a favor and get yourself some snickerdoodle. Man, there's a lot of sugar in those things. I just had one before this recording, by the way. <laughs> it is very good. Oh, it smells so good. It's like a cinnamon sugar cookie, basically. And I remember my mom making them when I was growing up and she was telling the story where I would just walk by and she would just see a hand come up to the counter and just swipe one off the counter. And I remember sitting there with a glass of milk and just dipping one after the next and just eating them. And then, you know, my kids are doing it today. We make cookies. (laughs) We were rolling up the cookies and putting them in the oven. Ellie ate a bunch of the dough beforehand. (laughs) It was like the same stuff and it's just really cool. Again, this goes back to the experience, right? It's everything. It's not the presents. It's the whole mm. shebang, right? It's not just the holiday. It's not just the 25th or the 24th or whatever, you know, and in your case, you have some other days in there. It's like the around the time of year sort of things that you do, activities that you do, food that you make. Well, speaking of activities, let's talk about activities because so many activities, right? I mean, I think in Europe, one of the things that is different from the U.S. that we don't really have, at least we didn't really have, these Christmas markets. Yeah, yeah. Really charming. And now it's come to Norway a bit more, I think. I think they've gotten bigger in Norway. I don't know yeah, if Yeah, it has before, been different but. before because it hasn't been so much like, now it's more, they've taken the traditions from Germany, for example. Yeah. The outdoor markets. More. I love those. I grew up with like indoor, like where people have made handmade art and crafts. Oh, yeah. That's what I grew up with, like local knitted things and mm. handmade things. And and they sold it for the community. You can go there and buy Christmas gifts and 
the money you spend goes back to the community, oh, yeah, okay. which is a very nice thing, I think. Mm. And that was the Christmas market that, that I was used to. Now it's more like the what's in Germany, for example. Yeah. But that's also very nice. Mm. Um, it's a shame that the Corona have put a little stuff for that because I would like to take the kids this year, but we haven't been able to. Well, yeah, but it's a thing that comes around and it's a part of the tradition here. And But you went to one uh, two weeks ago with the kids. That was a Christmas market at the oh, school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was yeah. the same, like, uh, that was a, you, you give back to yeah. the community. Yeah, yeah. and that's an, that's a very nice thing. And I think anytime you can get involved with something like that, especially this time of year, giving and and being able to give back. And I think you're right as you kind of share that and talk about it, it just got me thinking about, oh, what are some other activities we can do that teaches our kids the importance of giving back this time of year, all times of year, but, you know, especially now when it's, it's just so important. So that's great. One activity you already talked about, a couple, one is the decorating of the tree. I always remember that growing up getting the tree which is why it's such a big thing to me to go pick out the tree with you guys because i remember that activity going out picking out the tree and all that and the one that really blew my mind when i came to norway and has now become a part of our family tradition that you already mentioned but it's worth spending a little time on and i am going to share a clip from the very first Norwegian Christmas Spectacular of us doing this. This is the first time I've ever been on a one-horse open sleigh, a real one-horse open sleigh. I'm talking about a legitimate sleigh with one horse. Just listen. literally dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh That's true. through the fields, snowy fields of Norway. You can hear the horse bells. Where I grew up. There it is. And Anna Dorta, I still, when I think back to this, and I, I don't even think I grasped the whole concept that we were actually going like what it was going to be because I didn't really know that much about Norway. I didn't know that much about the area you came from, what the experience was going to be like. And, you know, you hear the jingle ball song and just like dashing through the snow on a one horse open sleigh. Like that's, you know, that's what they did in like 18, you know, 32 or something. And it sounds really charming, but nobody does that yet. There I was on this seemingly, you know, handmade yeah, wooden sleigh, you hear all the creakiness and the horse and dashing through the snow and, you know, stopping and having the hot mold, uh, spiced like wine. Grug. Grug, yeah. And a fire and the whole experience. And now when we go up to visit your folks, we bring the kids and we've been doing it since even they were babies. I remember holding like a baby and then even being like, don't drop, don't drop her, don't drop him. You know, going out on this one horse open sleigh ride, which I just still find so charming and incredible. Yeah, it's very nice. And it became a tradition because we're lucky that we have 
a neighbor up there that have horses and do this. It's very nice. And it's so nice for me to do it with my parents and you and the kids and even your mom have done it once. It's a very nice tradition. Yeah, I think you have blankets on you too, right? Yeah, you yeah. I, normally it's you. super cold mm. and we have blankets on and, and we make a fire in the forest and it's dark and yeah. yeah. Ellie even, like she talks about it because she remembers and is excited for this year to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's when it comes, that's when you start to think about these things that your kids are getting this as their traditions. Yeah. And I always wonder which of these things is going to stick with them because it might not be the things that we talk about. It could be some other random thing that they just remember. Yeah. That maybe you not not take for granted, but maybe it's not a big focus. You know, it's funny the things that you remember. I mean, if we make them wait a long time, they're going to remember that. Clearly, Probably. that's damaging for life. See <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how I turn out. <laughs> All right. Then there's an experience that we have on the podcast every year that's coming up soon too, which I can't wait. Is this something that's really become a part of this whole experience? Saying, right, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second as Anna Dorta is rubbing her eyes and her nose, trying to wash away the pain that she's feeling around this. But no, no, it's a wonderful tradition. Hang with us for that. Let's cover this last category of presents. Presents. Anna Dorta. Now, it's funny because it's hard to think of presents as an experience, and that's always a big thing, right? It's like, well, we... We love experiences and, you know, if you buy something, you can get excited for a little while and then the excitement wears off. We've all experienced that. But this year, I spent way too much money on something at the mall the other day, which is kind of like not normally something I do. But I did it because it was going to be an experience. So I bought us all matching onesie pajamas. <laughs> this has been like a dream of mine. And it's so funny. I, I had to get a, uh, I think I got a women's large because that was the only size they had that would fit me. But found the right size for you and the kids. It does fit pretty good. And we all have matching onesie pajamas. And I couldn't wait till Christmas to give it. So... Oh, another tradition I want to bring up is the Christmas calendar. You can explain what that is in a minute. We gave a bonus gift because I wanted to have the family experience of all of us wearing the same pajamas. I know it sounds ridiculous. And you finally got to dress up like a lady. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) And uh, it's just so funny to be an adult in onesie pajamas. It feels really funny. It doesn't have the butt flap, though. I wish I had the butt flap. I really would like the butt flap next time. You should probably have that. I'm just happy that my onesies will fit me for a while, I hope. And, you know, my kids will grow out of theirs eventually. But... And then we'll get new ones. No, it was so fun. And, you know, it was just an example of like how, yes, okay, it's a material thing, but I bought it because like I paid that much money for these stupid pajamas because I wanted that experience of us like taking pictures. Now, I thought the kids would think it was hilarious to see their parents in onesies and like dress the same way as them. <laughs> but actually, I think I found it more entertaining than they did. <laughs> so, you know, but it know. was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, you can just share like a memory or, you know, something around presence. Do you have any? Yeah, well, we are fortunate that we are. That's like a big thing in our society that it's maybe like 
the consumerism too much based on the presence and Mm. i'm glad that that's the focus on that is going a little bit away and Mm. maybe because getting older too and of course it's nice for kids to get presents and i have so many nice memories when it comes to things that got for christmas yeah i'm also glad that we now are focusing more on being together and experiences and Mm. that's of course way more so i don't want to say like oh like gifts is like all that it's Christmas is about because it's truly not but I have this one memory when I was I was maybe 12 mm. uh, 11 or 12 and I got my first CD player oh yeah and it was so oh, amazing yeah um, first CD what was it oh the first CD yeah uh, I don't remember I had a, like cassettes before and that you know Brian Adams a lot you know fu- yeah. fun fact Anna Dorta once wrote a love letter to Brian yeah. Adams cuts yeah. like a knife it was <laughs> like, so right it was like heaven for me <laughs> <laughs> he answered well true true somebody that worked for him <laughs> anyway uh, no it wasn't that because that was way many years before that because I had uh, cassettes, but I remember this uh, CD player, and it was so—it was just like amazing that it was mine. Yeah, and I could like play my own, like because whatever my, you wanted all yeah, the time. Because my brother got it like the year before or something, and that was his, so I got to borrow it, but it wasn't like mine, you know. Right, right. But now I got my own, and it was—it was a dream. Yeah, to play like music on my terms, and I yeah, could play. Yeah. yeah, so that was like one thing I really remember. That was um, it was so big to get, mm-hmm. and also when I got my first snowboard, that was oh yeah, that was really oh, cool. cool. Yeah, and yeah, because nice. we have, well, we, I mentioned the Christmas calendar, which is a Norwegian tradition, and it's like a present every day in December leading up to Christmas was a bit excessive, but we do it in a small way. Like they might get like a candy one day or and like, underwear yeah, you socks bought like a six pack and... of underwear and you'll give them like you know stuff they need you know it's kind of fun they look forward to it and i grew up with that and that was so fun to yeah. like but me and my brother we we didn't get like nor necessarily one each day we got every second day yeah so one got one day and the other one got the other uh-huh. day yeah okay. uh-huh. um but that was kind of they tor- made you wait tor- torture <laughs> they yeah. made you wait I again know. i gotta I wait a whole day for mine but that was also practical yeah. things you got like a pencil and you know yeah i mean it was, that's yeah that's, and that's what it's going how to it be. should be yeah yeah but it's it's fun, and you know, part of that the tradition in this family is the rumpanisa. You want to talk yeah. about the rumpanisa? They are very mischievous little creatures. <laughs> yeah, fun. we have two of them, and they always They're do something. Two at small night. elves. Yeah, it's like the elf on the shelf kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and they get into stuff, and we have them. Well, we wake up and they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. The other the other day I woke up and they had chocolate on their faces and with the chocolate syrup open, they were sitting on the counter. Yeah. Can you believe that? Strange. It's magic all over. Let me tell you about a quick experience I remember with getting presents. It's funny you brought up the CD thing because Nintendo yeah. was a big one. And I think it was because like we got to play the games together. You know, yeah. that was cool. And one year when I was like nine years old, I don't know what my, I'm sure it was my dad. I'm not sure what he was thinking. I got a bunch of ninja weapons because I was way into ninjas. I got Chinese stars. I got a grappling hook. I got a samurai sword that was not sharp. 
on the edge. It was like a sort of a dummy sword, but it was sharp on the tip. <laughs> Nine. And I got psi knives and I got a three sectional staff. I got like all these. I have no idea what ninja this is. weapons. And my dad made a display on my wall of these. I got chains. Like what? <laughs> I got chains. Uh, he made a display on my wall in my bedroom where I had all these ninja weapons hanging up on the wall. And I got to say, it was pretty awesome. I also had a ninja outfit. And I think my friends got annoyed with me because I didn't want to like use my grappling hook as much as they did. Whatever. I'm getting off track. Anyway. I thought the Moors were lovers, <laughs> not well, w- warriors. Know, we, yeah, but we're ninjas too. We can sneak around <laughs> and you can't hear us. No, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. <laughs> You're the opposite of a ninja. <laughs> oh, really? In what way? You can't like move one single centimeters mm. without like making a noise oh god you're not very smooth <laughs> here we go this is why people love to get anna dorta on the show so she can give me the beat down she always gives me the verbal beat down on the mic anyway <laughs> well, i just tell the truth i love it all right <laughs> that's great i am like a ninja i'm gonna and also you can't like stop talking for more than like probably five seconds so i'm a podcaster what do you want me to do <laughs> Well, I am going to stop talking now because we have a very wonderful experience coming up. Something I was going to say one thing because yes. I have another gift that I was okay. like that Please. I has meant a lot for me. And that was after I became an adult. And that was when the you... gift of being married to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> that too, I guess. <laughs> that wasn't really a Christmas <laughs> gift. Uh, (laughs) it's the gift that keeps on giving (laughs) and giving and giving (laughs) yep um no (laughs) it's from you though it's and that was the year when you gave me the children book that you made and that was very special so it's true i made a children's book before we had kids yes and the beginning of the book said for our future children, and now we have two kids. That's true. Yes. There is only 20 of them in existence, I think. <laughs> should be more. It's a very good one. But that was very special. Uh, that's so. sweet. And you know what? In some ways, this was a present to me. The first time we got to spend Christmas together when you flew out to Colorado, where I was living at the time, we were in the long distance thing. And we just, you and me, yeah. had Christmas. Yeah. And I'll never forget that because that was very special. Yeah. Yeah. We got to be together. It was like pretty new. We'd always probably like wanted to have a holiday together, especially being in a long distance relationship and just not being able to see each other. So being able to come together and have experiences in Colorado and just have like a couple's Christmas was cool. It was awesome. It was very nice. Uh, well, as I was uh, mentioning, as we kind of wrap this up here, first of all, we have a very fun tradition to share with you in a moment or experience to share. This is an experience. If you haven't experienced it before, you you must be prepared and understand that this is a big part of the Norwegian Christmas Spectacular, a huge part, a necessary part, a part that Anna Dorta may dread 
each and every year, but she still steps it up and comes through. Do I? By singing the Musa Visa song in a mouse voice. Can you explain what the song is, by the way? Is it just about a little mouse or something? I don't even know what the song's about. I just love to hear you sing it like a well, mouse. You, after eight years or something, you should know. I know, but I forget. You know? It's about the mouse family that tried to survive. And if everybody are still alive, it will be Christmas next year, too. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's dark. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't sound so dark when you sing it. Before you play us out on the Musa Visa song, I do want to say happy holidays to you and yours. Happy holidays. Take care of yourself. Yes, and... And remember, it's like Christmas is not about the gifts. It's about the time you give your loved ones. Have some wonderful experiences, create some wonderful experiences for others, and much love to you and yours. Anadorta, take it away. Oh, God. Next year, I'm going to make you do it. (laughs) You should translate it into English. That would be fun. Come on. Let's get it going. Quit stalling. Nanette, wie lange Kühle Setterin, so sie wünschte Müsemut, der Unge Flocken sieht. Wir singen Gorifel, aber passt der Schäfer für den. Es kann alles Samen starten vor Feierjulien. Hey, Sanna, hopp, Sanna, falle, alle da. Vor Julekwellen, das kann alles Samen werden klar. Hey, Sanna, hopp, Sanna, falle, alle da. Vor Julekwellen, das kann alles Samen werden klar. Love you, babe. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Good year. <laughs>